and welcome to another episode of Random Thoughts of a Traveling Salesman. How you doing? You doing okay? Are you making it through flu season? Did you get your flu shot? Uh, I'm not telling you to do it. <clears throat> if, um, if you don't want to, that's totally fine. I respect you. Um, I will say, I don't know if this was the flu, but um, I, I, I did have... Uh, what I would call a very unpleasant experience last week. Um, <clears throat> like I said, I, I don't, I don't know what the, cause the, cause the flu kind of changes. Like the flu is something that, um, you know, it could be something simple. It could be something that is, you know, the stuffy nose, runny nose, uh, you know, maybe like a fever, you know, chills, that kind of thing like that, that happens. That's usually kind of your standard flu symptoms. And then, uh, the symptoms that are the worst is when uh, it becomes like a stomach flu. And that was the direction that that I went in. Um, I, I, I'm, I, I try to, you know, stay, you know, I try to stay on track with a lot of these things. And I don't want to get gross on you guys. But let's just say it was, uh, there, there was a breach in the southern border and the northern border on multiple occasions. And uh, it was not fun. It took me a couple of days. Uh, I, you know, I was down for a couple of days. I mean, and and it, there were there were moments where I really just hated life. Like, like the 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 the. I just I'm I'm like I either want to go to sleep or I want to die right now. And I know that that is that is the those thoughts are are okay at times. All right, as long as you don't act on them. It's okay. It's okay. All right. And if you're having those thoughts, please reach out to the suicide prevention hotline, um, which I can link in the bio below, um, because uh, you're you're never alone, and uh, there's always somebody out there that's going through the same thing that you are, and uh, you can always talk to somebody, even if it's a complete stranger. Uh, there's someone that's always willing to listen to you. That's not the reason that I was trying to get into uh, with this, but I feel like it's appropriate to say when um talking about that kind of stuff <clears throat> so it was not great uh, i did go back to work on monday it kind of hit me like friday ish and i was kind of feeling bad and then saturday was the worst sunday was not as bad and then monday it was you know i was able to function enough to to do my job. And that was pretty much it. <clears throat> Tuesday was fine. I was back to 100%. Like, I, I, I mean, felt like I had fallen off of a, off a cliff and then just like hit a trampoline, bounce right back up onto the cliff. Uh, you know, Tuesday, that was Tuesday. I was like, okay, everything's fine. Everything's great. I'm just going to keep, keep moving forward. Keep walking on, walking on. Um, and I don't know, again, I don't know if that was the flu and I don't know if I have to wait <clears throat> some time limit before I can get my flu shot. But I think that's going to happen because um, I do not want to do that again. Uh, so, like, you know, there's that. <clears throat> I'm really sorry. I am uh, having a little bit of trouble here. But that's that's the deal. It's raw. It's real. Uh, that's that's how we do things around here. So um, I, I, I kind of wanted to talk about that because um, we are coming up onto uh, this this coming Thursday is Thanksgiving. Uh, for those of us in the United States. And my opinion on Thanksgiving has has evolved um, over the years. 
but you know keeping like personal uh preferences out of the mix i i kind of want to focus more on uh you know like the sales side of things um in 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 previous sales positions uh any holiday it was all hands on deck no matter what your daily job was you were out stocking shelves restocking shelves um uh it, it like it, it was it was crazy it was crazy i mean there were people you know when i was you know kind of on a a, a low low tier position and you know i was the one you know stocking the shelves getting things looking good uh there were people that would show up that i i mean you you almost like you almost have like a mini heart attack cuz you're like why is the vp of operations in this store right now um you know your shirt's untucked you're sweating um you know you're you got you know either you got your gloves on because you're you know running through stuff you don't want to you know start bleeding on packaging cuz that's you know a time you don't need uh to waste <clears throat> you know, or your hands are absolutely filthy. Um, and so, and then they, there's like, Hey, I'm here to help. And you're like, okay. Um, here's the palette. And, uh, if you have questions on where to find something, I can pretty much tell you exactly where it is. Not that I have an eidetic memory, but when you do something over and over and over again, you could do it in your sleep. You could do it with your eyes closed. You know, you just kind of have that, that spatial awareness and, Again, you really just have to like put that out of your brain. Like it doesn't matter who this person is. They're here to help me. And if I stop freaking out about it, then maybe this will be a good thing. They'll they'll remember that, yeah, these guys this guy's a hard worker. We'll consider him for um, you know, promotion in the future, something like that. You know what I mean? Like that's that's kind of the idea. However, as you kind of move through uh, in in a consumer packaging setting, as you kind of move through things, and if you get to the side of, like, on the supplier side of things, so you've got your distributors. Your distributors are trying to pump as much product into um, accounts as humanly possible. Like that is that is their goal, especially around a holiday time. And then once once it's all in there, obviously you need someone to like stock it all up and all that. But but then you know, you get to the the supplier side and the suppliers, if it's not there, if it's not at the distributor, then you're screwed. Yeah. I mean, that, that's pretty much it. You have to, to really think far, far ahead, um, you know, to, to kind of, to kind of do this. And, and unfortunately at one point in my career, I worked for a company that had one holiday that that was that was their thing. They were defined by this holiday. More people consumed this product on this holiday than the rest of the time of the year. Like in one month, fifty plus percent of their sales were done, and yet they always screwed things up. So it was so stressful because either things were overordered, underordered, overshipped, undershipped. There was always something that went wrong. And then by the time this holiday had come to a close, there was, you know, the the cleanup afterwards and then you know, you're just trying to find uh, you know, try to find what's going on. It was it just this huge 
cluster mess of of just I, I I'm I'm glad I'm not there anymore. I'll just say that. Um, <clears throat> but the reality is, for the holiday itself, if you are at the supplier level for the holiday itself, whether it's you know Easter, Fourth uh, of July, uh, Christmas, um, Hanukkah, New Year's. Uh, Thanksgiving, Black Friday. Uh, um, why am I having trouble thinking of other holidays? Uh, but, uh, you know, what, whatever it is, whatever it is, Memorial Day, Labor Day, you know, like those kind of like one-off holidays um, where it's like a day. Um, the, most of the time, people don't want to see you as the supplier. So most of the time, um, folks will take vacation around these times. So uh, I am I am very thankful and I'm very lucky that my my company chose. Okay, so you know th- Thanksgiving like that's kind of like a national holiday. Almost almost every person is off on Thanksgiving. There's a lot of um, you know like retail jobs and uh, service industry jobs that are not off on those days, and it is kind of a bummer. Um, however, I remember you know when I was younger and I was in. Um, you know, retail and and the service industry, I always worked as many holidays as I could for a couple of reasons. One, because I hate holidays from a from my family, from my personal side of things. Like I'm not a holidays guy. Um, I, I I celebrate them in my own way. I just don't like the typical hustle and bustle and stress and anxiety of the day itself. Um, so, for example, this. Coming Thanksgiving, I'm not celebrating Thanksgiving the way that I normally would. I'm actually celebrating it with my family on the Saturday, and we're just going to chill. Like, it's just going to be super calm. We're not going to go all out with, you know, turkey and that kind of doubt, you know, deal. It's just going to be, uh, it's it's going to be different. It's going to be new, and we're going to see how, how we feel about it. It's just going to be us getting together and hanging out and talking about stuff and getting caught up on each other's lives, and that's hopefully going, and, and again, like, no one needs to dress up, wear whatever you want, whatever you you know you feel comfortable with. Um, you know, you don't have to get fancy. There's no reason for it. It's we're just getting together. We're just hanging out. You know, pants are required, but the quality of said pants completely up to you. Um, so I always used to work the holidays mainly because I wanted to give other folks that uh, like it was really important to them. I wanted to give them the time off. And I also wanted to have a reason to stay away from my family, honestly. And I hate saying that, but, um, you know, it served me well. Uh, however, you know, I'm, I'm now in a, you know, a sales-oriented job, which is a little bit different. And uh, I'm very thankful that my company gives us not only Thanksgiving off, but Black Friday off as well. So it's kind of a nice little four-day weekend that is just sort of, hey, here you go. And and I I... I think other companies should be doing this. I think that what realistically, to me, I feel like it should be an option of which day you want to take off. So Thursday, you know, the day of Thanksgiving, that day is off. You get that day off no matter what. Um, this is time for you to spend with your family. And then you get one bonus day that week. And you can either use it on Wednesday or you can use it on Friday. And because here's the thing, if you're, if you're hosting and you have Wednesday off, that is absolutely perfect. You can get your last minute grocery shopping done early in the day. 
You can get all of your stuff prepped and ready to go. I am a, a huge fan. I, I have only made a handful of holiday dinners for friends and family but the day before is crucial. You get all your prep work done. You can get tons of things prepped and ready to go. Throw them in the freezer. Throw them in the fridge. Uh, pre-bake certain things. Get them halfway so then you just sort of finish them off uh, in the oven. You know, kind of heat them up. Finish them off. Be ready to go. Bing, bang, boom. You're done. It's, it's fantastic. Um, so for me, I kind of feel like you get either of the two days off. You either get... Friday off because you consumed way too much turkey, maybe some libations, and you are not really going to function very well. So it's like, all right, well, um, you're not going to get 100% out of folks. So, you know, boom, there you go. There's your there's your Friday off. You know, you get your Thursday off, your Friday off, and then you got the whole weekend to recover. Uh, but then you, but but again, you make that day optional so that that person that's hosting. <clears throat> they can say, hey, I or hey, I need to get all this stuff prepped and ready to go on Monday. You know, like I want to get to the grocery store early so I'm there, I can get my turkey so that they're not all gone. Or I need to get, you know, my potatoes, my sweet potatoes. Like I need to get all my stuff and I'm going to do that on Monday and I'm going to prep what I can. And then, you know, that way, you know, Wednesday night when I'm done, I come home from work, it's easier to assemble and get stuff ready. And then you've got your Thursday you know, day of the event, you you know, whatever you're baking, you're doing your things, you got your stuff all timed out. I highly, I highly recommend if you are hosting, figure out all of your, in all of your ingredients, make a list of ingredients, make a shopping list, um, do a, a t- temperature, a time and temperature for your oven. If you have one oven, you're going to have to maybe make some exceptions and some changes. And you gotta, you gotta be careful with that because, if different temperatures and different things, different cook times like that, they all need to be taken into consideration. Um, but it's, it's, <clears throat> excuse me, it's perfect to have that always have, you know, like a, like a cold option, whether it's a salad of some sort, like that's, that's always good to have, you know, it's a nice break. Um, you know, so if you've got, you know, maybe a couple of different dressings, cause there's going to, if you've got a lot of different folks there, give them some options. Three options are usually fine. Um, I don't know why this all of a sudden became a an episode about, you know, how you you can level up your Thanksgiving uh, or holiday feast. So I, I'm going to stop with that <laughs> right now and probably touch on it again later. But, you know, w- when it comes to these holidays, you know, especially when you kind of get into, <clears throat> you know, the Thanksgiving time, you know, De- December um, and you've got, you know, whether it's, um, you know, Hanukkah, Christmas, or, uh, you know, New Year's Eve, you know, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, there's, most of the time people don't want to see you. Like, yes, there is a lot of things that can be done. Uh, that's really like prime, you know, sampling or freebie handout or demo, you know, whatever, whatever you call it for your, you know, specific, um, you know, product, like those are prime times to do that, but you do need to get ahead of it. You do need to start. If you're looking to do stuff in December, you got to book it. Really, you should have booked it early in November. Um, you know, Thanksgiving, usually people are doing the same thing, you know, before, honestly, I mean, there's a reason why OND, uh, October, November, December is kind of lumped in, in, in one big, 
you know, group. I mean, yes, it's the it's the final quarter of the calendar year, but it's also kind of a it's kind of a, a like a rush. You know, there's you've got Halloween that leads into Thanksgiving that leads into um, you know, the December holidays and it's just and it's absolute chaos. It's it's uh, you know, people are spending more money, they're spending more time inside, they're spending more time trying different products, trying new things, buying new things for other people, buying gifts for other people, which is not necessarily the case during the summer months. Yes, of course, birthdays happen all the time, but you're also thinking of, um, you know, going somewhere. You're thinking about going on vacation, you know, buying. uh, Yeah, you can buy, you know, Christmas gifts and stuff for people. That's fine, but it's more, um, it's more trinkety stuff. It's more memorabilia of, you know, um, just like souvenirs and stuff like that. Like that's really more of what you're buying in the summertime. And yeah, you might be looking to to try new stuff. I mean, new things are often coming out during the summertime, but you're thinking more refreshing, more beverages, more cold stuff. Um, you know, that that's kind of, you know, more of the, the general vibe. Um, but again, like if, if you're at the supplier level, I, I definitely feel like, the last couple of months, it's it's tough because while those are prime times for uh, planning meetings, which is, I mean, OND is when you're going to have, you know, ABP meetings, annual business planning meetings, uh, or just, you know, end of year meetings or end of fiscal year meetings. Like those, that's when all those things are going to happen. You're planning for the next year. Um, and that can be stressful in and of itself, depending on how uh, how, how high of an expectation your company has for those meetings. I've been, I've worked for some companies that they give you uh, very little and expect you to uh, create custom, you know, PowerPoint decks and presentations for each of your customers, distributors, um, you know, whatever. And, uh, and that is extremely stressful and that takes up a lot of your time. But at the same time, it's, you know, during the beginning of those, you know, like the late fall, early winter months. So you're spending more time, you know, at your desk, you're spending more time, uh, you know, toasty warm inside instead of running around like a crazy person. And so that's kind of nice. But then I've also worked for companies that that really isn't a thing. It's just, um, hey, we're gonna, we're gonna, you know, tell you what we've got happening next year. But we're also, but we're really going to tell you when it actually happens after the first of the year. Um, which I'm also okay with, you know, sometimes you don't need to overly plan for certain things because in, in all reality, especially in, in the, the world we live in now, um, things change so quickly. I mean, programs that we had scheduled uh, at the company that I'm working for now, um, programs that we had scheduled this year, we either, you know, we changed or we canceled. Um, and that's because, of, you know, supply chain issues. It's because of, you know, weird fluctuating price changes. Um, and these things happen, you know? So, and, and again, I think most people are, are fine with that. And the idea of the planning meeting is to plan. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it's not something that is set in stone. It's more of, this is what we'd like to do. And we'd like to follow it as close as possible. And uh, what I'd like to do is kind of follow up with you on a monthly basis or a quarterly basis and figure out where we are versus what we planned and what we agreed to. Um, but for the most part, it is hard to hold people to that because things can change, you know, and and both parties can be at fault. So you really have to be careful about about that unless you're like unless you have a lot of pull with, you know, with your customer. Um, 
it's it's best to kind of leave that conversation open ended um while still being like please don't ignore me again this was something that uh, was brought up you know kind of eh, relatively early in my sales career um the idea and i don't know I, I i know where i got it from i don't know where they got it from um but it's the the term uh, salt and pepper you know when when you're explaining your company and how it fits with their list of brands unless you are in the top three or top five brands for that that customer uh, which if that's the case then guess what you're the you're the bread and butter you keep the lights on they're going to focus on you no matter what anybody else that falls outside of that um, you want to be salt and pepper you want to always be on the table but you don't have to be the main dish so you always want to be on on the mind of the people that are selling your products, uh, you know, to their customers, you want to be, um, you want to be remembered. You want to be uh, thought of in a positive light. And then when their customer says, "Hey, you know, I'm thinking about bringing in something like this," you want to be the first thing that comes to that salesperson's mind. That's salt and pepper. That's being. That's having mind share. And I know I'm using a lot of, uh, you know, kind of sales jargon. And I'm not I'm not a huge fan of it because, again, you get to the point where the jargon doesn't mean anything anymore. And you're you're literally just talking out of your ass. And and to me, that's a that's not genuine. I am a genuine person. I try to be truthful with uh, all of my customers, regardless of the situation. I, I, I'm not going to say I, I may leave certain things out, certain information out, uh, that they don't necessarily need to know or that they, they don't care to know. Um, but I, I will still give them the general idea of what is going on because being truthful with someone and being upfront with someone, man, that's, that's way better. That's way better than trying to sneak around and have, uh, this, this, this array of lies that you're trying to keep up with, like that's terrible. That sucks. Um, so again, it's, it's best to be upfront. It's best to let them know that, that, Hey, this is what's going on. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're all good here. And, uh, or, Hey, I screwed up. I screwed up. I'm sorry. I, you know, that, th- I mean, admitting, admitting your mistakes can be big for people. Uh, I, I have noticed in recent years um, when owning up to a mistake, even if it's even if it's kind of small, there there can be that weird like lack of empathy or response of, yes, it was your mistake or um, yeah, it is your fault. And how are you going to make it right? Like, I understand being on the level with someone, but it's all in the tone of, of how you, you kind of talk to, to people about this kind of stuff. Like, you know, Hey, I'm coming to you. I made a mistake. Um, this is what I did. And I, I really wasn't thinking of the, of the ramifications. I wasn't thinking of the repercussions. Um, and this is not a good situation to be in, but I want you to know that I am going to do whatever I can to fix it. And, if we can come to a compromise, then fantastic. If we can't, then I'm going to spend, you know, the next however long it takes trying to win back your respect 
and win back your trust. And that's that's straight up. That that's how it should be. Um, if it keeps happening, then that's clearly there's clearly something wrong, and that needs to be addressed. Um, you know, you can't just constantly keep making mistakes. Then there's just sort of something wrong in general, maybe with the placement of that person in the role, or someone's taking advantage of someone else, and they don't they don't know about it, uh, which you know can happen. Unfortunately, some people can kind of game the system and then be super nice to your face. But still be, you know, gaming the system and, and being kind of, you know, negative or, or sneaking around behind your back. Um, I, I have I have an account that I think might be doing that to me. Um, but and 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 even when it when it kind of gets under under my skin, I still kind of brush it off as no, this is just me overthinking things. These are all, you know, innocent mistakes. And it's again, it's not the end of the world. It's not the end of the world. We get it figured out. We get it fixed there's nothing wrong. Everything's, everything's good. Everything's fantastic. Um, so, so yeah, um, I, I don't really know exactly where I was going with that. I, I'm sorry, uh, everyone that, uh, you know, I feel like sometimes these rants just kind of get away from me a little bit and, um, and then I, I completely lose the, the main point. Ah, there we go. It just popped back into my head. Um, you know, vacation time, I, the, you know, I, I was I was watching this um, I was watching this video on on TikTok. I forget the creator, um, but they the, the, one of it was a, it was a stitch. The original creator was saying, you know, hey, uh, based on this year's setup for Christmas and New Year's, if you take four days, you only have to take four days off, and you get you know like 10, 10 days off or, or however however it breaks down, um, because. Uh, Christmas and New Year's happen on weekend days, so the observation of the holiday happens on uh, the Monday after. So if you take, uh, so like the Monday after would be the 26th of December, and so if you take off the 27th, 8th, 9th, and the 30th, then you will effectively be off, because uh, Christmas Eve, the 24th is a Saturday. So you'll be off from the 24th through January 3rd because January 1st is a Sunday. So the federal observe, uh, the holiday day is the second, which is a Monday. So then you're off from the 24th through the third, uh, which is kind of cool. You know, that, that, that's kind of, um, it's kind of fun and you only have to take four days off and then you get kind of an extended vacation. And and for me, that's usually when I, I save days for that time frame. Um, mainly because I, you know, I, I travel for work and, and that's kind of expected of me on a weekly basis. So if I don't take those days off, um, I can't just like hang out in my office for the entire week. I still have to, uh, you know, hit the streets and, you know, hit, hit my accounts to hit my customers, uh, you know, chat, do, do, do what I do every day. And for the most part, I probably don't want to see me. I mean, I'm sure they'd be fine with seeing me if I showed up with, you know, pizzas and donuts and stuff. And, um, I could definitely do that. And that's, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but at the same time, I also kind of feel like they would, they would much rather see me after the fact when, you know, tensions are a little bit lower, they, they know like, wow, okay. Um, 
now it's January and nothing happens. Nothing ever happens in January. Nothing ever really happens in February. I think for the most part, people are kind of getting away from the whole Valentine's Day thing. I fully expect within my lifetime that Valentine's Day will disappear or become one of those holidays that most people ignore, um, which I'm fine with. I think it's it's a highly commercialized uh, you know holiday that doesn't really mean much. I mean, uh, it's a it's a time when you can maybe spend a lot of money and make up for the mistakes of the previous year with your uh, your partner, your spouse. Um, but that's not uh, you should if if there's something wrong with um, with your with your relationship, something wrong with your spouse, like that should be something that you take care of, like immediately. You know, you don't you don't wait for that. You don't wait, you're not sitting there like with a with a with a tally book and you're like all right so uh it's like you're doing your taxes or whatever you're like all right so i i i pissed off my partner my spouse my my significant other pissed them off seven times uh, i missed three events and i dutch oven them four times uh so based on that i need to buy them x amount of dollars worth of gifts for valentine's day like that's not cool that's not that's not what that holiday is for um but I get it, you know, I get that there's, and I, I get that some folks out there are are a little bit more romantic and they enjoy the celebration of love and they do things from a special perspective and that's totally fine. I get it. It's just not my jam. It's not my vibe. It hasn't been, uh, I have, you know, been with, uh, with people that said that that was their holiday and that they loved it and that's totally fine. Celebrated it with them and, uh, and, you know, did, did what I had to do hit my expectation mark, exceeded it in some spaces. And that was it. I made them happy. And it's all about making your significant other, your partner, your uh, boyfriend, girlfriend, your other, um, making them happy uh, every now and again. I mean, you should be making them happy on a daily basis, but in, in, a, in a real world, like, you know, sh- shit happens, man. I mean, you're, you're going to get into a fight. You're going to have um, arguments and... Uh, uh, Josh Peck said this in an interview and uh, it sticks with me Um, but it's like family stays like yeah you can you can be mad at your your person Um, you could have a a knockdown drag out like you can be pissed at each other and just you know say what's on your mind get it out but you don't go anywhere Um, and I I disagree with that like to to a small extent like I think like going on a walk or like something like just 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 like leaving like getting out of the space for both partners for both sides like get out of the space that you were in when the shit hit the fan and then maybe you can kind of like see the forest for the trees like you can realize okay i was kind of being an asshole um you know because i think i think if you're in the same space there's this weird like one person's going to do something and they're, you know, like they're going to huff, they're going to sigh, they're going to stub their toe, they're going to be whatever. Like, because when you're in that, like, I'm mad mode, you do things with more vigor. Like, you're going to, you're going to, you know, close your laptop just a little bit harder than you normally would. And that could, like, set off the other person. They're just like, why did you do that? Like, what, like, are you still that mad? And then, boom. It explodes again. But I think what his whole purpose was um, is that you're not going to get into a fight with someone and then literally leave, like take your keys, your wallet, and then just 
drive off into the sunset, start a new life in another town. Like that's not that's not okay. Like you need to stick it out. You need to figure it out. And uh, and I respect him for that. I I also feel though that if there is a point where both sides cannot figure out a common ground, and if they have lost affection, they've they've fallen out of love. Like it's not it's not fair to one or both of those people if they are if it, if it's just not if it's just not happening anymore like that that's a real thing okay um you know sometimes you need to to strike out on your own sometimes you need to move on people change um and and that's that's a thing uh you just have to be i think you have to approach it in the right way um so that you don't hurt the other person like to like horribly you know what i mean like it's it has to be done in a way of like communication man like that's that's key like communication is is the biggest thing like be be open to creating a safe space within your relationships to talk about stuff um because that even even if it's something stupid um you're you're you still need to be able to talk about stuff you still need to be able to vent uh you know to to people and if your you know spouse partner uh significant other if they are your best friend and you don't really have anyone else that you can talk to about stuff like that it's tough uh, i i would definitely if you're in a situation where you need to work work out some thoughts first of all if you're listening to this podcast and you're and you're like this yeah, I do need to find someone to, to talk to. Shoot me an email. My The email address is always in um, the description of every episode. It's essentially the um, uh, abbreviation or acronym. It's not really an acronym. Well, I mean, I guess uh, it's random thoughts of a traveling salesman, the first letter of each of those words, uh, including the O in, the, in of. Um, that is... Uh, I'm 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 always available to, um, you know, be be a a, a helpful ear if uh, if you need it. Um, I may not get to the email for a while, so because uh, I don't check it that often. I got a lot of stuff uh, that I that I got going on, uh, but I do check it. You know, every couple weeks, just to see, um, you know, what if there was comments made on you know episodes that were posted. Uh, I do kind of let things go a little bit. Again, my content isn't necessarily based on, um, you know, you, uh, user interaction, you know, uh, listener interaction. I, I It could be in the future if I choose to, to continue with this. Um, but at this point, it's not. So I don't necessarily uh, spend too much time, you know, digging through stuff like that. I did have a couple of questions that I threw out through um, on, on the Anchor platform. None of them have been answered uh, yet. I don't. I don't know how it how they can be answered. I haven't tried to consume my own podcast on anything outside of my phone, um, and and so so I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how that works. Um, but they're there. If you see them, feel free engage. Um, and also, like I said, please you know shoot me an email, and uh, I'm always I'm always happy to. Uh, you know, whether I record a, a voice memo for you or, um, you know, if it's, if it's severe enough, I may recommend you to a couple of different sources that, uh, that I have that might be able to help you better than I can. 
but at the same time, you know, even if it's just, uh, you know, a, a reply to your email or a voice memo, or I have an episode about it and, and kind of share it out with everyone else, uh, as long as you're, you're cool with that. I mean, you know, let me know like, hey, this is not something I want you to share on your podcast. Please tell me because otherwise I will uh, potentially use it as content if I feel that it fits in the, uh, you know, the parameters that I've set up for this, you know, for this type of entertainment. So anyway, um, you know, again, with with the holidays coming up, with with it being, uh, you know, so close to, uh, you know, Thanksgiving. And then once Thanksgiving's over, I mean, it is just the mad dash till the end of the year. Um, obviously... Do what you can to be safe these holidays. Uh, do not overspend. Uh, I, I often fall into that trap of overspending on people. And then unfortunately, I, my, you know, my, I'm, I'm kind of let down. Like I, I'm a person that really likes giving people gifts and I expect nothing in return. Um, but I, I, I do have a, a sort of a, a, a preconceived idea of what kind of response I'm looking for. And if it doesn't hit that response level, and I know people are different, you know, I know that, that some people are just like, Oh, thank you. And if, if that, if I know them, then I'm going to know that, you know, or I like, I, I, I hate admitting this, but I really like it when I give somebody a gift and they start crying and I've done it uh, there w- once, maybe twice in my life, I've gotten a gift where I, I just started crying because I was so overwhelmed by the gesture and the thought. Um, I, and, and some of those, though, I mean, with the one that is, is popping out in my head the most, that's like one of my favorite things. Like it is prominently displayed in my home and I look at it all the time and I absolutely love it. Um, and that's the thing. I, I want that. I want, a gift to be given to someone and I want them to use it. They don't have to remember the experience. They don't have to remember that it was for me. I just want it to be a part of their life for an extended period of time because I can't tell you how many gifts that I've gotten uh, or even given people where it's like it sticks around for six months and then it gets thrown away because you don't know what the hell to do with it. You know, like a fondue pot, like that's something that you use a couple of times, you know, if you get somebody a fondue pot, they're like, yeah, you know, come over, we'll have fondue one night. And then you do that and you're like, yeah, okay, this is kind of weird. Like I'm sticking bread into cheese that people have put their mouths on the forks and the things. And so there's there's mouth bits in my cheese. And, uh, and then there's always those people that are like, oh no, we got, you know, we got baby carrots and cauliflower and, and broccoli and you dip that in the cheese and oh, that's fine. And they got little bread cubes and um, and then, oh, we have strawberries dip into the cheese and you're like, uh, yeah, okay. But strawberries don't like stick on the forks that well. Um, if you, they do, if they're not ripe, but a, a non-ripe strawberry dipped in cheese tastes like a non-ripe strawberry dipped in cheese, uh, a ripe strawberry potentially marinated with a little bit of balsamic vinegar with cheese is an amazing experience. That sucker is not staying on the fork. That thing, it's going to touch the cheese and immediately slide off. And now you're going in there with your grubby mitts trying to get it out. And then you're going to burn your little fingies because that cheese should probably be hot to stay in its liquid state. Or you're just going to get your grubby mouth drenched fingies in the cheese. And then I'm out. You know, I'm done. 
I don't care who you are. I mean, if it's if it's you know someone that is is super. I mean, if it's my own mom, like I'm not going back in for that cheese. I, I think I'm done, uh, and that's because I'm weird. That's because I'm weird. If it's you know, uh, I think that th- the only person that I would be fine with is like you know significant other, spouse, you know, whatever partner like that. Then that's okay because you're doing other stuff with that person. So. Um, you know, a little bit of spittle and cheese is the least of your worries. You're, you're, if you're, if you're doing it right, you're swapping a whole lot more than just uh, cheese spittle. Um, but anyway, that got a little personal, uh, and I apologize. For, <laughs> I apologize for that. Um, but yeah, just try, try your best. Um, holidays can be super stressful. Uh, for for you, for anybody, anybody. I mean, it's it's. You know, I I this is this is why I don't like them. Um, I as a, a little personal note, I was one of those kids that you know I was on a six I think when my parents got divorced, and in the beginning, as as little young six year old uh, brain thought, you know, like there there was the whole like oh two Christmases, you know, you get double the presents. And that was fine, but that wasn't really, like, honestly, I I hated it more because in my head it was, now I have to thank, you know, twice as many people. Um, You know, I have to, like, again, it wasn't wasn't good. Like, I wasn't thinking of the positives of, ooh, more stuff. It was more the negatives of, oh, more work. And and so that wasn't, that wasn't great. Um, But I will also say, that uh, I, you know, I mean, no, no kid really wants their parents to to split up. And and while you, when you're young, you don't quite understand, you know, the reasonings. Now that I'm older, I I totally get it. You know, I get why everything went down. I get why it happened the way that it did. Well, sort of. I mean, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's like, eh, maybe you could have toughed it out for another couple of years. But at the same time, like that's me being selfish. Uh, and I was a kid. I didn't care. I had other things on my mind. You know, candy and playing outside in video games, like, I didn't care. You know, I was just there to do whatever I wanted to do. Honestly, you know, the whole, like, you know, oh, you got two video game consoles? Like, oh, yeah, I got one at my mom's, one at my dad's. Yeah, that means you had to, like, carry memory cards and stuff with you so that you could continue your game. Or you just had two games going simultaneously, which was fine uh, for some things. But I'm I'm a, you know, I'm a Zelda fan. And I hated that I had to, like you know, or I'd like pack up the one that I had. And so now you're just carrying it around with you in like a duffel bag that I had, had Snoopy on it. I think, I don't know. It's like from MetLife. I think that that was, that was big back in the day getting free. I, 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 I'm, I don't want to say this and, and, you know, make a statement, but I think most kids in my generation had luggage that was, free from some sort of company, whether it was, um, you know, Marlboro points or Camel Bucks or uh, Pepsi points, or they got it from an insurance company or a bank, you know, like those were the days of people getting swag. And, and now that's hard to come by. I mean, there are people that I've ordered stuff from uh, you know, on Etsy or whatever. And it's like, yeah, I'm supporting a small business. I'm paying twice, if not three times more for an item that I could get, you know, way cheaper. 
but I want it like this. I like this person, and so I want to support them. And then you you get it, and you're like, man, no sticker. You know what I mean? And like again, it's not it's not a problem. You got what you paid for, and that's fine. But I also kind of feel like if you would have thrown in a sticker, like a cool sticker, not just one that says you know like thank you in cursive, um, but if you throw in like a sticker or um, if you throw in one of those cards that says you know ten percent off your next order, I'm I'm not going to use it. I'm just going to throw it out because if I buy from your store again. I probably won't use the discount code or, I mean, at this point, Etsy also sends out, you know, discount codes and it's like, hey, here's a here's an email version of it. And that's way better than having to keep a, a business card around because that just, again, that just gets lost or thrown away or, you know, whatever. Um, so, yeah, that's, wow, I really got off track there. Um, but I, I will I will end it for you right now um, just because I'm getting to that time of of just kind of wrapping things up so again thank you so much for listening um i apologize for the excessive randomness but uh thank you so much and as we come to our close i will say that i will see you in the next episode